expected that we uh, talk about Thanksgiving just a little bit. And so I've got a scripture for you in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 8. And uh, incidentally, um, I began to study this and look at this scripture again. And uh, I realized that I, I needed to be thankful. I needed to tighten up on being thankful. A few things that I did take for granted, and we, I think we all do. And, and so a few things have happened this week that I'm like, you know, I don't know how, but I'm supposed to be thankful for all of this that's happening here. Amen. First Thessalonians 5 and 18. In everything, give thanks. If we just stopped right there, it'd be enough to preach and teach for a while. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Didn't beat around the bush about it. Didn't build up to it. Didn't build a platform just simply said it in everything you don't need any commentaries reference books you don't need to go to strongs to figure out what that means it just simply means give thanks in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you praise God amen look over and smile at somebody it improves your face value hallelujah we used to sing, smile a while and give your face a rest. Hallelujah. Praise God. The scripture tells us to give thanks. You may be seated. God bless you. In everything. And it tells us that this is the will of God. Now, we accept these words as being, you know, this is divine. God's divine counsel. When you read it out of the word of the Lord, didn't the scripture say that it was forever settled in heaven? And to ignore that or to try to change that or discount that uh, would not be right. It would be, it would be wrong. It is God's word. However, to follow through, <laughs> we, it's one thing in, to believe that God is as another thing to believe that we should obey what he says to do and what he tells us to do. When, when we follow through, though, at being thankful for some things, it just goes against everything that we are. It's just a, it, it, it's a little short scripture. It doesn't take long to get through it. You just kind of, uh, it's not complicated, but when you begin to try to obey that and look into that, it's like, wait a minute. It says we are to give thanks, but not only to give thanks, give thanks for everything. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, everyone in this room could easily make a long list of people and things and situations that are just not easy to deal with. And then on top of that, in other words, we're doing the best we can to be a Christian and have a right spirit and have a right attitude and to get through that. And now, here's God telling us all of those things that are not fun. See, it's easy to, to thank God for the fun things and the good things and the things that fit in your life and work good for you. Amen. But, but here's God in the middle of these this list of things that we struggle with and we battle with and we 
stumble under. And here's God saying to be thankful for it. Did he say that or not? I don't want to get off track here. I, I, you know, but, but I think he said give thanks in everything. Give thanks. Now, we're going to separate the saints from the ain'ts right here. This is, this is Thanksgiving week. And, and I'm expected to, to say something about Thanksgiving and being thankful. And, and Brother Johnson has said a few things about it, very good things. And, and I hope we gather around the table with our family. And, and boy, I, I hate not to be in church. Even though we're not having church, there, there's times we're going to make our way over here to the church. And we're going to be talking to the Lord and we're going to be praying uh, even though there's not an official service. I don't know how people, Brother Green, can just go days and days and weeks and weeks and not have a hunger and a longing to do that. So, so it's going to be a, a little while before we get back and have everybody around us praising and preaching and singing and worshiping. And so maybe we need to go ahead and let the rubber meet the road today. <laughs> So when you leave, you can say, you know what, I've been to church. I've heard from God. He just wouldn't let up. In fact, he not only was knocking on the door, he was beating the door down, waiting on me to answer. Amen. So we have this list of stuff. We have these troubles. Everybody, anybody don't have any trouble here? Anybody don't have anything wrong? If you do raise your hand, I'm going to pray for you for lying. No, we... We do, every one of us, we have just little thorns in the flesh and little situations that, you know, it would have been a great day if this hadn't happened. And, and right in the middle of all this, uh, Brother Jay, all, you know, this past week, I've got a tooth back here. It looked, it, I could preach a sermon on that. I looked in the mirror. I've looked at it real good. It's back toward the back. Uh, it's a molar or something. That may be the right, that might be what it is. Anyway, it looks perfect. I mean, it's slick and smooth, and I brushed it slick. It looks like, but this thing has been killing me. I've been to the dentist. I'm, if God doesn't heal me, I'm looking at a root canal. I'm on antibiotics right now, and the, and the nerve and the pain comes right to the middle of my, right to the middle of my chin right here and the whole side of my face. And some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Up the, in fact, this is a bottom tooth, but I'm telling my wife, I said, my top teeth are hurting. Everything over here is hurting. Now, I'm supposed to give thanks for that? In that pain and in that just aggravation to have to go to the dinner, I did go see Brother Resch and he confessed to me. I know I should have been there. I missed it. <laughs> Maybe that was the reason, Brother Ruck. Got back to see him and I looked right at him. That's kind of how I do it, you know, when I want to... <laughs> and I'm supposed to give somebody that's just ridiculous listen friend let me tell you God will put the bar just a little too high for us there's a reason for that we've got to get to the place probably before this is over with where we can say I can't do it and that's where God's trying not just I'm going to ignore it or I'm not going to believe that or I'm not, no, no, I accept that, but I, I can't do that. I'm going to have to, I'm going to try, I have to have help from God. And that's what he's waiting on, for us to humble ourselves, submit ourselves to him. Listen, you got it all together? Hey, listen, you got trouble. Hallelujah. Amen.
Nobody said it was going to be easy. <laughs> this is a, you know, we have to remember. God said, take the, take the, the, the bag or the baggage, the burden, two miles. We, we are, we're two mile folks. That's what we are. You may not know that. And we're living in a one mile world. But, but here's the good part about it. Our blessing, our help, our strength is at the other end of that two-mile mark. Now, you can, just be, you can just be passive if you want. You can just do what's expected. It, that's all I need to do. I'm paying my tithes. I'm showing up at church most of the services. You know, I'm, you know I don't cuss, don't smoke. You know, I don't chew. I don't go with girls who do. <laughs> you can do all that whole deal. You know? And just be a one-mile Christian. But you're not going to get the blessing that a two-mile Christian. You're not going to get to the level that a two-mile into, you know what, I'm going to show up when nobody's around and pray. I'm going to show up at outreach. I'm going to volunteer to help Brother Green. I'm going to work with youth if I can. I'll just go. I'll take a little extra time. We used to have a guy in our church down home. He was just one of those workers that worked all day. and all. He had a great job. Thank God he had good pay because he spent a lot of it on the church. But he let his grass grow up at home. Nice house. Buddy Wilkes just passed away. We just saw his wife this past summer. Uh, just wonderful, wonderful people that God saved them. And here he was working. And it was just kind of a funny joke. The door on the his, he could do anything. One of those kind of guys could do anything. And, and, and the door on the front of his house, we would laugh about it. Needed to paint, it needed paint on it. You know, somebody, buddy, you need to paint you. But he was always busy at the church. And we had a saying about Buddy. We'd say, you know, Buddy's got two or three hours every night. You know, he don't have anything to do but sleep. So if you need something done, just call Buddy. I mean, man, he, yeah, he got about three hours. He just sleeps. That's all he gets to do. And so get him, and he was up in the middle of the night. But, but I just feel like there's a great reward for people like that. There's a blessing for people like him. And, of course, what a tremendous blessing he was to the church here on this earth. Amen. And so I'm telling us, amen, when God tells us to be thankful for everything, it is, it is a second mile. It is a, 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 a command that says turn the other cheek. Listen, that's just not in me to do that. I don't know about you, but it's just not in me to do that. Maybe I just got the little man syndrome or something. I've had to fight all my life, and if you hit me, I'm going to hit you back. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm ashamed to tell you this, but I watch fights every once in a while, and uh, that's the carnality. I'm just being transparent with you. And I see these guys doing all of this jujitsu and all this wrestling and stuff, but you know what? You get a striker in there, he'll, he'll whoop them every time. While they're trying to get all those little, they better get their little hole quick. Because if you come around with a left or a right hook, just right, you're going to end it right there. And so I'm a striker. Sorry. <laughs> and so when he says, turn the other cheek, I'm going to say, I can't do that, God. I have to have your help. And that's what he's waiting on. That's what all this thankfulness is about. 
That's where it brings us to. Hallelujah. You see, God requires us to be thankful. You know why? Because he knows that a thankful person is just no easy prey for the enemy. Now, I don't have time to get into all of it. Oh, yeah, and by the way, you know, I upgraded my iPad. It's the first time I've preached with notes in a while. I upgrade. I'm just going to be real smart, and the upgrade kept coming up, and I just, it just messed everything up. I can't pull it up. I saw it. I can get to church. I'll let Melissa, she knows everything about Apple, you know, and she just does all kind of stuff with it, and she like, I can't do this. And I said, well, and then I, it hit me. I'm preaching about thankfulness. Well, thank you, Lord. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. I think I'm right on somebody's street right now. I don't know what, what kind of situation and what kind of hardship, what kind of pain you may be in right now. You may be discouraged. You may be disappointed. Listen, I, it, the list just keeps on going, but I'm telling you, if you will thank God for that along with all the fun things and all the good things, I got some things I'm not, not going to dare bring up here that I'm just struggling with right now, battling with it. Some people I want to slap. I think they need it. I think it would help them. I think God would be pleased very much if I slapped them good and hard. If everybody ever, anybody but me ever get to talking to God about it, oh, God, yes, I know that it would please you very much because I just take care of this for you, Lord. They need it. It would help you and everybody around them. Just slap them. Like my brother said, slap them just right. And that just take care of a lot of things. But be thankful. I'm battling. I'm struggling. Amen. I'm just having, having problems. But you see, our enemy, see, he seems to function a lot better and grow stronger in an atmosphere of unthankfulness. Just taking things for granted. We got ham, we got turkey, we got catfish. <laughs> got some shrimp. <laughs> just, just got all that. No, no, no. It could be that we, we don't have it and wouldn't have it. And we shouldn't have it. You know, we, 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 ought to, we ought to just take a Holy Ghost praise pause. We ought to just do a thanksgiving, oh God. Whatever it is I got, it's better than I deserve. Whatever amount of health I got, whatever amount of food I got, whatever amount of money I got, I don't deserve it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for you helping us. Thank you for you touching us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Folks, listen. Every day that we live is a gift from God. Every day that I'm, my heart's pumping right, and I've you know, been kind of sighted on that, it's a, it's a gift and a blessing from God. I ought to be thanking God every day, every morning. Amen. And Brother Green, you too, and I know you do. You know, Brother, Brother Tyler and Sister Sandy's here, and I'm so glad to see them and their kids. And, and uh, he, he said something, and I've said it over and over, just one of those things that just stuck with me. Uh, you know, he applied for a job and went down to have an interview, and I forget how many, lots and lots of people applied for that same job. 
And he just made a statement I just don't hear much. It was, it was profound to me. It just it stuck with me. And I've preached about it and talked about it and called your name. I try to give you credit for it. <laughs> but when he, he knew that it was kind of a, a long shot getting that job with all the applicants, if I can get this story right. But he was talking to God about it. He said, God, there's a lot of people I'm pretty sure or I'm sure that's more qualified to get that job than I am. Oh, I love this conversation with God. But I want that job, God. But there's, even though there's more qualified people, God, there's nobody that's more thankful, that would be more thankful than me. I, I, that, that, that's got to be an anointing. That had to be a leading of the Lord. You know what? I, I say this a lot, but there's certain things God can't resist. Brother Terry, God can't resist those tears because he's had a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite spirit. It's a magnet for God. Amen. A thankful spirit. It, you know, God probably would have given it of all those people. And if they were more qualified, they might, might, I don't know. But there was just a chance that they would have. But, but I, I just choose to believe that when Tyler said, God, I, I'll be more thankful than anybody. Nobody will be more thankful than me. I believe that it was that magnet just brought God right in that situation. He's in charge of everything. He's in control of everything. He can heal your body. He can set you free. He can put joy down in your soul and in your heart. Why, why wouldn't we want to serve him? Why wouldn't we want to be thankful for a God that loves us and cares for us? Amen. Hallelujah. And I said it a while ago, but whatever we have, we ought to be thankful. Whatever measure of health we have, it's better than we deserve. Whatever friends that we have. You got enemies? Well, hey, you know what? We'll work on that. But, but, but if you have any friends, you have one friend. Hallelujah. If we have food to eat, if we have a house to live in, these things ought to move us into a spirit of thanksgiving. If our children are healthy, amen. And the, the list goes on and on, amen. I, I hope that, that somehow in this, whatever you want to call it, maybe Thanksgiving message, that we get a revelation of what this, I, I'm, I, think, I think it's a powerful concept of thanksgiving. I feel like it would get us through and over and past anything. There's nothing impossible with God. Amen. Now, you can go ahead if you want. You can go ahead and battle it out and struggle it out and, and be miserable and, and be embarrassed. and be. You can be all of that if you want. It's our, it's our choice. God's not going to force us to come to church. He's not going to force his spirit on you. None of that. But it is available. And we have to make the choice. Hallelujah. Listen, listen, the thanksgiving that came through is praise. But you remember Paul and Silas in the jail? I use this all the time. In, a, in fact, they were in a dungeon. In a dungeon. And, and, and in the middle of this dilemma, this was real. The, the, the blood running down their backs was real. The shackles on their ankles were real. But, but, but they began to sing praise, which is a type of thanksgiving. Folks, do you know something? That's the only way, in my book, that's the only way out of our desperate situation. Praise your way out. Thank your way out. Bless your way out. Help somebody else on the way out. 
Let's clap our hands to him right now. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, I'm, I'm going I'm to leave a few things with you, and I'm going to try to not keep you a long time, but I always just like to drop a couple things on you. Amen. Ten times John quoted Jesus in the book of John. Ten times he quoted Jesus saying that we should abide in him. Abide. And what that means is we, need to, we have to stay connected to him. Now, there are certain little things that we learn to do to stay connected. He inhabits the praises of his people. That's a connection right there. If we're not in a habit, you don't have to be at church. You don't have to have Sister Melissa and the, and the praise team up here. You can do it right at home. You can do it driving down the road. You can do it all by yourself. Amen. Listen, if you, we have to learn how to give thanks and praise. That's a connection. That will bring God into your presence every time. I didn't say that. I didn't, I didn't make that up. That's what the scripture said. And so, you know, stay, stay connected to God. Abide in him. Amen. In Revelation chapter 2, the Lord told the church in Pergamos. You know, by the way, you know what, the Perg you know what Pergamos was? The Lord said it's the seat of Satan. Oh, it was the church. Now, Listen, we can choose to look around. I said it the other day. Some folks come in and they, as soon as they get, they don't even get seated and they're looking around to see what's wrong. You know, I love what Brother Nugent said when he preached here, that, I guess that anniversary service. Uh, he's, he's older than I am. I'm proud to tell you that. He's older than me. <laughs> Been around a while. And uh, so people ask him for help. I know he fills in. He's the bishop now and he travels and does a lot of stuff. And he had this pastor, some of y'all remember this, asking him a church problem. Y'all don't know what church tr trouble is. I'm going to try to keep that from you. Amen. Brother, uh, Brother Tyler and him, they're down in the Bible Belt. You know, they got, they got, they've had churches there for 100 years. And, you know, so they could, they, there's books that are written about it, so problems. And so Brother Nugent was, was uh, helping people. And so the pastor said, I want you to come to my church. And, and boy, I just, I, I can't get people prayed through. I got this little problem. I got that. I want you to come and troubleshoot. Now, that sounds like a pretty good, y'all remember him talking about this? Troubleshoot. And he was going to come and just feel the spirit and preach a little bit and try it out. And got back home, got to thinking about it, got to praying. He said, I'm not doing that. Any hypocrite, any reprobate can find out what's wrong. Anybody can pick out fault and failures and say, there's a hypocrite, and that guy don't do right, and they're not worshiping right, and, and you can go on the platform and start picking out and make, you know, anybody can do that, it, but, but it just, it, it, it went against the grain. Anybody can find out what's wrong, but that's not my calling, he said. I, I'm going to go and find out what's right. So you take what's right, if it's just one, you know, Brother Fryerson preached about the power of one. Right. Amen. Amen. If it's just one person, just focus on that one person. Right. Amen. Let's just go from there and forget about everybody that's not doing right. Hallelujah. So anyway, God looked at the church at Pergamos and he said, it's the seat of Satan. There's trouble. There's problems in the church. Wow. What a revelation. But he said it anyway and brought it out. Amen. Amen. Uh, the, the dwelling place is what he called it, of Satan. But you know what he said? He said, but 
he got a few things against them, but he said, you've not denied my name and you've kept the faith. You know what, you know what God was doing? Just like we was talking about. He saw a few things he didn't like going on there, but he focused on the name and he focused on their faith. And you know what he said as a result of that? Amen. He said, he said I, I, I'm going to do something for you. He said, I'm going to give you, if you read on down in Revelation 2, if you read to the 17th verse, you know what he said? He said, I'm going to give you something to eat. And he called it hidden manna. You know, manna was the bread that God rained down, amen, for the Israelites to keep them and uh, you know, in their trek through the wilderness. And so God said, I'm going to give the church because you, you, you didn't deny my name and you still have some faith. Right. Even though you got a lot of problems in there, some things that I'm against and I don't like, amen. Hidden manna. What, what does that mean? I don't know. We don't have to go to the dictionary to look it, look it up. But, he, but, he, but hidden is, is, is something that's just not obvious. I'm, I'm just thinking that right in the middle of some of us that maybe like see stuff like, oh boy, I just got this. No, I think it may not be obvious to you, maybe in your own life, but there's some hidden manna there. There may be some hidden power there, hidden authority, hidden blessings, all kinds of stuff that we could list that comes from God, but we can't see it. Why? Because it's hidden. It's not obvious. We just overlook it. Anybody believe with me that there's something going on in the spirit? God is, listen, there's some hidden strength in this place. There's hidden abilities in this place. Hallelujah. There's some power in this place because you still got faith and you've not denied his name. Hallelujah. Praise God. I feel like I'm not going to do it though. There's power to overcome. If we, can just, if we can just be thankful for what we got. You know, you know when, he, when he, Elisha was called, uh, I always get them mixed up. The, the axe head that flew off. Was that Elisha? It was Elisha. <laughs> Caught you off guard. That was Elisha. Testing. I'm just. I knew. I was just gonna see if you knew. <laughs> think. Think about it a minute. God's made some things available. When that borrowed axe head, the Bible said they was cutting a tree down. It was near water. That axe head that was borrowed flew out into the water, and the guy said, "Oh my God, it's borrowed." I borrowed this thing. Of course, back in those days, you couldn't run up to Home Depot and get an axe, you know, or the Ace Hardware store. It was probably hard to come by. It was a very valuable tool. And it went out in the water, and you know what steel does? It sinks. Iron, it sinks. But you know what? The man of God came, and he prayed over that. And the Bible said the axe head floated, and it swam. Swam to, now let me just stop right here and tell you what it didn't do. It didn't, it didn't sprout legs and climb up on the bank. And it didn't tug on the guy's pants leg. No, no, no. The Bible said the guy reached out and took it. When the miracle power of God is at work. When the word, 
the, the never failing, never changing word goes forth. Amen. We can do two things. We can wait on it to climb up the hill and, and climb up our pants leg and shout at us and yell at us. Or we can do like the prophet or do like the man. We can reach out and take a hold of it. That's the part that's left up to us. You can take it or leave it. All right. I, I believe if the man had not reached out, just that would—that's where it would have been. It would have probably sunk again. God will do certain things, but He's not going to do everything. God will present this thing to you. God will say, "Here it is. I am a healer. I am a deliverer. There's nothing impossible with me. I can take care of your situation. It doesn't matter if you've got leprosy. It doesn't matter what it is. I can take care of it. But you have to do something." You know, the wall of Jericho, they marched around all those, those six days. And, you know, one time, the seventh day, they marched around seven times. They were worn out by, by then. But you know what? Nothing happened until they shouted and blew the trumpet. God left something else for them to do. One other thing you've got to do, and I want you to shout and dance before the Lord and that's when the walls came crumbling down. There's some walls in our lives. There's some situations we can't get victory over. It's just there. We can't deny it. Amen. But God is requiring something from us. I don't know what it is. You'll have to figure that out. But when you do it, there's going to be a break in the Holy Ghost. There's going to be power Amen. That's shed to you from God. Amen. Amen. Let's stand together. I'm, I'm, it, I, I can get off of Thanksgiving pretty quick here. Hallelujah. Praise God. I, I got to do one other little thought here. When God led Israel out of bondage, what a, what a miracle. I mean, they came through the Red Sea and uh, but but the Bible says, the King James, the Bible says that they they murmured, the people murmured against Moses. But it, on in the New Testament, Paul described the blessing that God put upon his people. He said, He said, the shade of the of the glory cloud was over them. Uh, of course, the deliverance through the Red Sea. There were supernatural provisions. The Bible said their clothes never wore out. They weren't sick. I mean, the abiding presence of the Lord, the cloud, the fire. But even with all this, they complained. That's a, again, that is a type of being ungrateful, unthankful. Got to see the, got to see the other side of this. In Psalms 106, verses 24 through 25, he said, yea, they despised the pleasant land. They didn't like it. I, 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 think that, I think that what it was, if you would study this back, uh, probably it wouldn't be like they hated it and didn't like it so much. It just says they didn't love it. It's like some people can take church or leave church. It's like, oh, yeah, it's good. All right. Some people can praise or not praise. Some people can miss church, not a big deal, or they can come. don't matter, it's good. It's just a nice place to be for some folks. And God wants us to fall in love with his church, with his people. He wants us to fall in love with the sinners. Hallelujah. Amen. But these folks complained they were not ungrateful. They were, they were, they were not thankful. And they were not, they were not grateful, rather. Uh, 
but they complained in their tents, the Bible said in verse 25, and did not heed the voice of the Lord. And God didn't like it. God raised up judgment against them. This is the part we have to see in the Bible. And so maybe if we're going through this and going, maybe, maybe we need some judgments lifted. Maybe we need, maybe we need God's power. Amen. Somebody said it this way. I can't remember who it was, but it sounded good. At the root of faithlessness is prayerlessness. At the root of prayerlessness is thanklessness. But at the bottom of sin's trash heap is ingratitude. It's just that we just take things for granted. Hallelujah. But I have to tell you, no matter what's going on in your life, regardless of what's happening, there is power available to overcome. Hallelujah. It's hidden manna. It's not obvious. Hallelujah. It's unrecognized. It's overlooked. But the power is available. Hallelujah. Ever since this service started, I have felt like that there was somebody here that was just ready for a miracle. I don't know who. I'm not going to try to play spiritual here, but I just kept feeling that there is deliverance here. There's help here. There's blessings here. And what a Thanksgiving this could be. Amen. If we could, this Thanksgiving around the table, we could say, wow, this is the year, man, that, the, that God came through for me. This is when it happened to me, 2013 in November. Hallelujah. God delivered me. God set me free. Hallelujah. Amen. Psalms, the psalmist got it. He, he picked up on it. He got it really good. Amen. Psalms 116 in verse 17. Amen. And 18. He said, I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving. I will call upon the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. That's, that's, that's the right thing to do. In verse 18, he said, I will pay my vows unto the Lord now in the presence of all his people. Hallelujah. Verse Psalms 34, 1 through 8, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. And then he goes on in verse 3 and says, Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now that's what you do. Hallelujah. And remember, remember the psalmist, David, called it a sacrifice of praise. In other words, go out of your way to praise. Do extra things to pray. Prepare to praise. Hallelujah. Pay the price. Pay the cost to praise him. Amen. I feel it. I feel a praise spirit right now. Hallelujah. 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 Listen, this, this is not praise enough, and I am closing. Amen. Listen, the psalmist said in verse 4 of, the, of Psalms 34, he said, I sought the Lord, and he heard me. Isn't that likely? Isn't that, you know, I sought the Lord, and he heard me, and delivered me from all my fears. Verse 5, they looked unto him and were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. Verse 6, this poor man cried. 
and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his trouble. Anybody need salvation from something? Something that's got power and authority over you? That's idolatry, by the way. People worship things, amen, that are not God. It is their God, amen. The angel of the Lord, and here's something to worship, verse 7. The angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him. And guess what he does? And delivereth them. And my closing verse. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusteth in him. I I feel a thanksgiving spirit. I I just feel like praising him. I feel like thanking him. I feel like honoring him. Come on, let's clap our hands again. Let's give a thanksgiving praise. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thanks. Thanks. I give you thanks. Remember that old song? Thanks. Thanks. I give you thanks. Can we do that? You think? Without getting off time, let's try it. Mm, thanks. Thanks. I give you thanks for all you've done. I am so blessed. My soul has found rest. Oh, Lord, I give you thanks. Sing it with us. Oh, thanks. Thanks. I give you thanks for all you've done. I am so blessed. My soul has found rest. Oh, Lord, I give you thanks. I'm singing thanks. Thanks. I give you thanks for all you've done. I am so blessed. My soul has found rest. Oh, Lord. Anybody want to give him thanks? This altar's open. Oh, thanks. Thanks. I give you thanks for all you've done. I am so blessed. My soul has found rest. Oh, Lord, I give you Come on, y'all. Let's give him thanks together before we get out of here. Thanks. Thanks. I give you thanks for all you've done. I am so blessed. My soul has found rest. Oh, Lord, I give you thanks. Oh, thanks. Thanks. I give you thanks. For all you've done, I am so blessed. My soul has found rest. Oh, Lord. Come on, let's do it one more time. Let's do it from our heart. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thanks. Thanks. 
Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. We need to pray before we get out of here. Brother Rich at work in pain needs prayer. Amen. In Jesus' name, touch Brother Rich. Touch him right now. We curse the pain. We rebuke it. We release healing and blessing into his body right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. One other thing before you get out of here. I'm not sure how the the groceries and stuff for our, our baskets came in. I'm not sure what, but we still have a couple of days to see uh, we don't. We don't. We got them all together already. Going out tomorrow night. They got to do it quick. They still could. Okay, you got one day. <laughs> if you did not give, this is part of the church. This is this is part of the blessing uh, 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 of giving. And some of you have discovered that, and and bless you for that. But maybe there's somebody who just let it slip by. There's canned goods. There's if you don't have that got money you can bring it to sister sue philippiac or sister debbie and they got baskets going out to some needy family and i don't know who it is uh they they're choosing this but if you want to be a part of that contact them or see them and do it today or tomorrow at some point but tomorrow's the last day thank you so much amen and then all of you that are here if you're a guest uh bless you for being here I thought Sister Donna was supposed to be home by now. She's still, she's still, boy, she's having a, wow, she's having a time out there. We got a, she's gone on a cruise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was looking, she's been here forever, you know, so I'm today in my mind, I'm like, well, Donna will be there, there today. But anyway, we'll pray. Others out for whatever reason, but uh, all of you, just so, so good. Sandy, it's good to see you. I was about ready to come get you. Hallelujah. Amen. And then Sandy and Tyler, they're, they're home. And if I could figure out the way to get God to speak to me where I could prophesy to them and tell them it's not the will of the Lord that they go back, I'd do that. But I, the Lord, <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm feverishly working, trying to figure out some way to, you know, tell them it's not the will of God to go back down there and be here. Amen. Love these kids. And uh, we're really proud of them. And uh, they are living for God. They're going to church. And we're thrilled to death about that. And we're glad to have them home. And I know Carol's glad and your dad. And so maybe we'll get to see you a little bit before you get out of here a little bit more. God bless you. I just hope you have a great, great, awesome Thanksgiving. Listen, as a leader, you see to it that you do. Amen. See to it. That create the atmosphere in your house. Men, it's your place. You can see little things coming that might just like, like, like this, just change the subject. Hallelujah. Just change. Just, 
Be smart. Head it off at the pass and have a great Thanksgiving. God bless you. Shake hands and be friendly. I love you. Amen. See you later. Bible Quizzles will start our first practice back in the back in about 15 minutes.